right, we are up. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Super Deluxe Gamescast. It is May 13th, 2021, and I'm in a really good mood tonight. I've missed you guys. I, I hate, I absolutely hate having to take a week off uh, because I miss you all so terribly much. Uh, and now we're all here together, except for Brittany. I don't know where Brittany went. Where did she go? Probably getting she, a drink. You, you were going to talk bullshit, she a drink? So she ditched. I'm not talking, I'm literally talking about how much I missed you all talking bullshit. What the fuck is that all about? Yeah. Jeez. What a bunch of losers. It, I don't you are. I don't believe you for a hot second. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, so exactly. I, I I hope I hope everyone is doing okay tonight. Uh we have got <coughs> we have got some really cool shit to talk about tonight. Um we're gonna talk about what we've been playing. We are going to drop some updated uh E3 predictions because a whole slew of developers have joined uh from Square Enix. So we, Square Enix is in there now. Um uh, I know that uh, Konami is in Capcom. Konami dropped. Oh, Konami dropped. That's right. That is right. <laughs> you you are absolutely right about the Konami well, did they- drop. Capcom is in though. We know Capcom's going to be there. Uh, and I've got some I've got some some pretty juicy predictions for Capcom. Um, and uh, there there's a handful of other developers that we know will be at E3 as well. And there is also a lot of talk about upcoming PlayStation 5 new IPs, uh, and we will get into all of this. But first, my question for everybody here and everybody in chat is, how is everyone doing? Wow, that good, huh? Awesome. (laughs) Just dead air. Just, I'm doing great, living my best life. Are you really, though? Legendary Edition comes out in three hours. I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah. Guess who's not? I've been be... having a lot of lot of body issues lately, so I haven't been great. I also haven't been great, but I'm I'm trying to put on a smile. Put on a this, smile so. for everyone, Jeff. Put on a smile well, for fine, everyone. Fine, then I am uh, also not doing great because I don't want to be a jerk. That's happy. Right, what do we have in uh, What do we have Finn, in chat? And you would make us happy to know that you're happy. So please spread some of that joy i feel like everybody Bro. is on the same level with us in chat so <laughs> like, like in chat what do we got we got making pasta eating burger uh someone just did the dishes getting ready for food crimes food crimes what food you, crimes you are those haven't, uh, uh you haven't spoken with spaghetti on a very fucking long. countertop putting mayo on anything Oh no. Oh, wait, oh no. we're not doing this again. Wait, I'm hold sorry. on. Why we're are we doing, no, 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 no. Why why are we talking about the spaghetti on the countertop thing? Uh because it's the world's greatest food hacks. Wait, oh. hold on. Jeff doesn't oh. know about this? That was bad. I don't know what you're talking Jeff about. Jeff doesn't know about countertop <laughs> spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> Does this somebody the best. spaghetti just sounds like a really bad Final Fantasy fourteen name? Does countertop <laughs> spaghetti? Does 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 it it actually does? That's the funny thing. Does it really fucking does, Brit? <laughs> does somebody want to explain? I'm gonna it? make it. Are you are you gonna do it? I'm, I'm gonna, good. I'm good. I don't need to know what countertop spaghetti is. I mean, it's. I mean, picture countertop I mean, spaghetti. Self explanatory. That's exactly. There's some big twist. No, it's, there's it's literally. Exactly what you think? It's okay. literally. Making like countertop spaghetti. It's like it's exactly what you think. Uh-huh. We don't really need to discuss it, mm. guys. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to dedicate an hour and a half to just to to dissecting uh, the meaning behind countertop spaghetti. Who's with me? Okay, then I'm well, leaving. I, I'm actually <laughs> really interested <laughs> in everyone. how we can segue <laughs> from countertop spaghetti to Final Fantasy VI, and I think I've got it. What's that? Let's hear it. So I'm curious. So kind of like all the spaghetti and stuff, right? It, when it's when it's mashed up, it kind of looks like an octopus, which reminds me a lot of Ultras. And uh therefore, 
you know, that section on the raft because it's it's a sea of of sauce. And uh, and there there we go. Now let's talk about Final Fantasy. That's VI. really bad, Finn. Like like I, I didn't love say Final it was Fantasy good. VI. I just said terrible. I had a segue. You could have just I said never that once claimed you could you could have just said that some of the, like characters have last names like Roni and Gabbiani. And but so, but yeah, you, I, went, you I, I went, I went my path. You know, I have I hate to about it? you know what I fucking hate about this is it actually fucking worked. You're actually talking <laughs> about Final Fantasy fucking six now. Yes. Yeah, I thought you were going to go a different direction. I thought you were going to go octopus oh. and then octopath traveler. And then, Hey, what's another boring JRPG? Oh, it's Final Fantasy. <gasps> Jeff, oh. yes. You, you know what? You know Hell what? Yeah. You know I'm what? I'm actually here for that. Justin is right. I did say I would change the banner. So here we go. <laughs> yeah. I can't see what he changes it to because I can't Fantasy run the stream. Six. The stream and, and the there we go. All at the same time. No, that's, no, Final Fantasy six. It's not super creative. It's he just replaced <laughs> ten of the same word with a different word. I mean, I, I mean, if you want, I can, I can, I can put something a little spicier up there. No, I can, I can, no. I can add a little zest to this, Jeff. No. If that isn't good enough for no. you. All right, how about this? You know what? If that's not good enough for Jeff, hello, audio listeners. John is messing with the title on our Twitch stream. I oh. can't even see it. It's not even just audio listeners. Like I'm on there the show, and I have no idea what's going. There on. There we go. There we go. If, if anybody wants to look at the stream and see on on this, uh, we like we should just do a segment of what we've been playing and what mm-hmm. we've been eating, like with the amount of food Ooh. that we talk about. Ooh. But the problem is that I get really fucking hungry. I know. Guys, yeah, I, no, I, I can't, I can't do that right now. I, I had, already tried. I had meatballs for dinner. They were really good. So video games, video games. We, we talked about food for 45 minutes on the last show. Yeah, that we was have a good to fucking, fucking move on. Yeah, no, it was, it was most of it the was good content for sure. So, okay, so if we're going to talk about what we've been playing, if we're going to talk about what we've been Thank playing, you. I want to go last because um, because I've got some Resident Evil 8 stuff to drop. And I know Justin uh, has a few things to say about that as well. So right now, let's start with Brittany. No, don't start with me. Fine, I've been let's thing. start with Finn. Thank you. Oh, no, don't start with me. Just kidding. Start with me. It's fine. So, in a world of uh, Resident Evil 8, I have been bucking the trend and playing nonstop Pycross S6. Oh, That's right. So boring. The Pycross Master is back. And I tweeted out, I hit a personal record. I went 283 puzzles. That is 150 regular Pycross and almost 150 of the Mega Pycross super, like extra hard versions before I made a single mistake. Ever. Literally nothing of what you said means a single thing to me because I've never well, played a Well, then it's a, a good thing game. this isn't your section I've of what I've never played playing. a Pycross this game. This is Matthew's time about what we've been playing. So Pycross S6, I also beat Bravely Default 2 finally. Let me tell you, it's about that time. took a while because I was, uh, I mean, I 100%ed it though. Like I captured uh, 2,500 monsters as Beastmaster to max out every stat. And then I curb stomped every secret boss. I was able to beat all the portal challenges in a single round before they even got a chance to move. Weak. It was, it was no challenge. Kissed. No challenge at all. Uh, and when I play a JRPG, my goal is to create an unstoppable force of doom. Finn is and a, I will. We already have I, one. It's this podcast. Oh, oh it's so good. I, so that was fun. And then I got the secret ending after doing all the other stuff. Yeah. And that, that was a good. I, I quite enjoyed Bravely Default too. 
Um, I, 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 Finn, where would you put it in the in the Bravely Default uh, game? Uh, Bravely Default one, two, second. I, I, guess. I, I, I would. You know what? I would put Bravely second at the top because I think it's just the best game of the series. I would put Bravely it Default is, two underneath that, for, and then Bravely Default. I think for me, the twist of second was kind of like ruined a bit because you were expecting it but in one you were not expecting that at all so i just think it was better executed in second Uh, but i I say bravely second and bravely default two i have no idea what games are acting like so bravely second is like final fantasy 10 2 it is related to the original bravely default but it is not a sequel whereas bravely default 2 is like final fantasy a secondary number it is a brand new separate game. Jeff, it's a fucking franchise. Jeff, it's, it's Final it's, Fantasy Syndrome. It's, it's, it's Square so, Yeah, it's sequels. Square Enix naming conventions. Yeah, you know how that goes. Anyway, anyway, uh, I also Caitlin uh, Saki has been mainlining Pokemon Snap, and I've been playing that with her, and uh, she's been doing very good in Pokemon Snap. Been taking all the best pictures. She's she's just dope. And uh, and I've also been playing, as always, uh, I just hit, I'm almost at six years concurrent without ever missing a day, um, Dragon Ball Dokken Battle. I'm currently doing the Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Vegeta EZAs. Uh, that stands for Extreme Z Awakenings for all you non-players out there. Uh, anyway, that's all I got. That's what I've been playing. A whole bunch of stuff. A lot of portable stuff. Um, I dabbled in some Returnal, but I just did not have the time to sit and play a console game. Switch has been the godsend for being a new dad. It's Oof. just, it's perfect I, for I it. will fucking, perfect. yeah, I can imagine, dude. Like, for Absolutely real. And I, I, th- and I, I think you and I had a had a, a talk about this before, uh, before she did. was born. Yeah, like, that, you know, you were going to spend a lot more time on your Switch than you were any other console. Has that, has that like, kind of panned out the way you expected it would, or? Uh, yes, uh... The only console game I've played this year that wasn't Switch or mobile has been Cyber Shadow. Uh, every other major, and some Returnal, but major, every other game um, has been Switch or mobile. This is just so much simpler. Now, that'll change when Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart comes out. Uh, I, I might as well hire a babysitter because Anna's going to get zero attention until I figure out what's going on with my favorite <laughs> Lombax and Robot Buddy. Uh, that game is going to get <clears throat> platinum before I become a father again. And Caitlin knows this. She has accepted it. We've already had this t- chat. Ratchet and Clank is is my thing. And when that game comes out... Oh, and also we're very excited. Mass Effect Legendary. Caitlin Saki has never experienced the game. So we will be oh, playing nice. through that together. And oh, she will be cool. making all of the decisions, which is going to be terrible because she is super <laughs> aggressive and evil when she makes decisions. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's going to be no chance of peace between the Geth and the Quarians. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> So, and we will, you know what? Who wants to go next? Jeff, you want to go next? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Next. Why don't you go next, Jeff? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> I'm going to sound enthusiasm. like super, uh, I, I can't seem to enjoy anything lately. So I'm going to sound more down on this game, but I actually really enjoyed it. I just played Miles Morales. Nice. Because um, I, I, I played the 2018 Spider-Man on PS4 when it came out and then, but like I just mainlined it, so I actually platinumed it when PS5 came out because I had nothing else to play on my PS5, and it was really good. And then I was like, "This is too much Spider-Man, too much swinging. I'm done." So I put off Miles for a little bit. Um, it's uh, it's really good. I think it's better than 2018. Uh, this is like my own personal taste and preferences. 2018 was a bit too long for me. It felt like 
it was meandering at times. Like some of the acts were a little bit overlong. Some of the like, I, I liked all the big beats and stuff like that, but there was some stuff that just felt a bit drawn out. But I felt Miles was like really tightly paced. Uh, didn't overstay its welcome. Uh, I loved just, I just love the story of it. It's got that. Yeah. Uh, it's all the best Spider-Mans are like the really personal connections and stuff like that. And um, yeah, really awesome characters. The the final boss fight, I think the boss fights in the game were kind of underwhelming. It didn't have like that uh, hoodie fight at the end of 2018. The, the uh, two uh, at the same time. Doc, no, no, so you fight Doc oh, Ock at the end, and then you fight Rhino Vulture and, and uh, Vulture and Electro. Electro fight. And then it Rhino. didn't have like, something like that, but the final, the actual final fight in Miles was awesome. Like, uh, you can tell they just they stepped up a lot of stuff, even though it's like the same engine. Like you're fighting and the you're inside the building, but the windows are breaking as you're fighting each other and stuff like that. And like the particle effects and you know with the the ray tracing and all the the 4K shit. Like yeah, it just like it looked really cool. Um, and definitely they made some small improvements to the game. So it's a, it was a great one. I agree mm -hmm. with you. Um, couple I don't know. Like again, maybe this is just my own expectations. It didn't like uh quite feel like a sequel to me it more felt like really expansive dlc well, I, you know, well, like i just well, jeff it wasn't supposed to be like a sequel per se right like i it, was kind of under the impression it was like a new game it was sold for like full price and everything i don't know i i was under the impression it was like a new game but well, i guess it was i thought it was yeah price. i thought it was 40 bucks like Unless he got the Ultimate Edition that came with Spider-Man Remastered. Oh, yeah, the that... Ultimate Edition with the remaster. Okay. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. Miles Prince's alone. That makes more sense. But also, he's Canada, so who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't. We have no. I don't have no idea yeah. what Canada prices are like. Um. Anyway, like no. Okay. So it wasn't a full secret. In any case, it's like a standalone game. It's not DLC for the original one. Like it's its own thing. And I think I just uh, maybe expected a little bit. Um. I'd read some stuff that like Miles plays completely different, but and I get like why do you want to like don't if it's not broke don't fix it kind of thing right but i think just like maybe because i just put so much time into 2018 like a lot of the swinging and the moves and stuff um just like i was like immediately doing kind of the same stuff in the combat that i had done for like 30 hours in 2018 well, there's like a few special moves and stuff but um i don't know i would have i wouldn't have minded a little bit more variety there uh definitely the enemy encounters are a lot better like in 2018, so many times I just feel like there's like wave after wave of enemies. And I'm just fighting for like 20 minutes straight in a room. Just like guys keep pouring in. But like Miles, it's like you fight a few guys and then you kind of like move on to the next thing. So I think they learned a lot of lessons. Yeah, the pacing of Miles, I think, was a lot tighter. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really buggy, though. Like I had nothing game breaking, but like half the time in cutscenes, like a character would be missing or like there'd be weird mission waypoints showing up in the middle of the screen. Uh, And there's one part where you're like, you're chasing someone and it's like a cutscene, and you're like running alongside a boat, but miles just went inside the boat and like all the geometry disappeared and he was just like running on air and everything broke. So I don't know. It is uncharacteristic for insomniac. I think cause like 2018 was really polished, but uh, obviously this is a pandemic game. So I'm not going to blame them or anything, but no, I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm uh, excited to see where they take the series next. And uh, Britt, what about you? What have you been playing, Britt? Tell us about them video games you've been playing. Nothing. Nothing. I've been playing a whole lot of nothing. I play WoW. It's it's been a week for me, so I haven't had the energy to put into like anything. So I've just been playing lots of WoW. I played a little bit of Animal Crossing. Um and I played a little bit in Ear. But for the most part, it's just been WoW. 
so pretty far away from the ending. So I get it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna fucking acknowledge that. Um, I saw. I didn't hear what he said. You don't. You don't want to hear what he said. You. Um, Yeah. No. No. (laughs) It didn't even register as a joke for me. Yeah, because it was so bad. Um, our mutual. So Donnie, our our friend Donnie on Twitter, had uh, was talking about how Wow is dead. Um. And uh, because, you know, and he was referring to declining uh, subscriptions and the fact that the new expansion is just not very good uh, and the upcoming content they have doesn't look good. Um, do you agree with him, Britt? What are your thoughts on that? Because I'm somebody who does not play WoW, has never played WoW. Well, I mean, I'm somebody that is brand new coming into WoW, so I don't. I mean, maybe if you've been playing for however long, how long has WoW been out? Like, oh, God. Since, he's, I mean, he's been playing a lot. Uh, 2004. Yeah. 2004 right i played so, from 2004 to 2012 i'm intimately familiar if you have been playing that long then yeah you're probably gonna be a little bit burnt out and you're probably gonna not enjoy it um so for me i have a whole lot to do because everything is brand new so it's not dead to me um so I I don't know I I can offer a slightly different perspective. Yeah, my let's wife, hear it, Jeff. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't play it, but my wife Christine, she was hardcore into it a long time ago. I think around the time of Cataclysm, uh, and she just jumped back in with Shadowlands for a few months. She didn't uh, renew her sub this month, um, but she loved Shadowlands. She thought they've uh, like from where they were before, like the cutscenes, the acting, and stuff like that, like the storytelling um, had really been stepped up from where the game was a long time ago. Um, so, I mean, you know, that's that's the only perspective I can offer. But uh, she really enjoyed it. Again, this is someone that isn't playing the game every day. So, you know, of course, like maybe you're going to be maybe things are going to feel a little bit stale. But right. I think uh, it definitely seems like there's a lot of cool new stuff recently um, for your new players or returning players. And, you know, I don't need to play the game to say like, you know, <laughs> no disrespect to anyone, but the game is not dead. It is still the number yeah. one MMO on the market. Sorry, Final Fantasy. I'm pretty sure WoW is still ahead in terms of peer subscribers. So it is. I mean, it's it's, probably, it's, yeah. it's it's close. You know, it's close it, though, but yeah, it's yeah, still number one. It's it's like almost two decades old. So you I know, think, players are going to decline, but it's it's still a huge, huge game with tons of people playing it. Well, I'm not. I, you know, like, I, oh, no, Brit, Brit, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, like more like people are new and and hopping mm-hmm. in like me and um. I think it's it has a lot to offer and it's very different than 14 and that's like right. one of the big things that keeps me wanting to play more is because I constantly compare it to 14 and just like mechanics and how jobs work and um just stuff like that. I I do know that when um 14's new expansion comes out this fall, I'll definitely be putting WoW on hold and a few months before 14 like hop back in but like for me i don't play 14 right now because i'm at the i'm at the end game stage where it's just constantly grinding and i don't enjoy that like i enjoy going through the story and the patches and that kind of thing um does Br- so, Brittany? does wow have a free trial up to level 60 in heavensward <laughs> i'm just curious i i, I wanted to I when do you think they add shadow bringers to that free trial Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would probably when and right before Endwalker comes out, I would no, say you don't think so. Not Brit? even. 
They usually stagger it by two. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Stormblood. I'm thinking of Stormblood. I think Stormblood will be added soon. But. That's what... Okay, yeah, Storm... Yeah, so when, when Endwalker drops, I can see Stormblood being added to the free trial, but not Shadowbringers. Not Shadowbringers at all. Um, Britt, I'm sorry. That was rude of me to interrupt you with my with my idiotic joke. Please continue. No, you're fine. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say is um, I'll, I'll be going back to 14, but for some reason, 14's endgame just hasn't really pulled me in i guess would you say that would you say that it, it hasn't kited you in it hasn't it, I, I like as soon as you said it like i, I was like i don't want to fucking hear what he's about to say <laughs> <laughs> so so re- what i'll say real quick is um i also played 11 like i played a little played bit of 11 but 11 i didn't like over, it over wow and then i bounced to 14 from 11 that's how that's how long I played eleven, off and on, but I played it Final Fantasy eleven for a long time. Um and now Damn. to WoW. So I, I fully expect when Endwalker comes out, uh fourteen will overtake WoW subscriptions for a little while. Um, you know, I I I, I doubt it'll last, but um again, like it's They're just gonna a, go back and forth. Probably, yeah. Like it's it's and, and again, like like the fact that, for, that you know, the fact that fourteen can even compete with WoW is a testament to just how far that fucking game has come because it was it was a complete turd when it first released <laughs> like it was bad team um, original final fantasy 14 right here I, that's I will unfortunate say that wow is very dated and there's yes. not a whole lot that they can do to fix that and 14 has a lot of i think it has better storytelling mm-hmm. um, i agree and Visual, visually, it's just so much better. Like, I mean, it's. Absolutely. I mean, you certainly hope so, considering when it came out versus yeah. WoW. Yeah, I think like, I don't know. I, I like WoW is dated, but I love the aesthetic of WoW. I don't know. Well, like, it's, no, but it's so stupid and dumb, but I love it. Just but like, that's why it works. He fucking glowing armor. <laughs> it's, car- it's cartoony, like de- like yeah. aesthetic is why the graphical style still makes it look decent today. Right. I agree like with that. that it, it's mm-hmm. choice in art design is why it can still hold up. Basically, well, they've also updated the visuals. Like, four, I mean, one big update, but but it's still just building on the existing framework. Fourteen isn't like top of the line in graphics right now, but like in when when fourteen's as old as WoW is now, it's going to look like shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wasn't trying to say. It. I was just making the comparison that it's mm-hmm. like it's hard going from something like fourteen that is new and. Yeah. Um, has been has time to have been fine tuned, um, and then like going back to play WoW, like there's actually an add on that you can have for WoW that changes your interface, like to look like Final Fantasy 14. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it's funny because like 14 or any animal really nowadays wouldn't exist without WoW. Exactly. Right? There's yeah. so much influence all around. So that was been a huge influence <laughs> on the MMO community. Like, oh god, for a minute yeah. there, for a minute, I thought you said Wout, and I was like, how has Wout been a huge influence on the MMO community? Like a huge influence on the Dragon's Dogma. Community. <laughs> There's no Dragon's Dogma MMO yet. So, <laughs> uh, so so real quick before before I hop into what uh, into Resident Evil Eight with Justin. Um, I just I've got a small public service announcement for everybody listening to us, uh, particularly everybody listening to us 
uh, live right now in chat. So, um, and this is very important to me. So today, and I just want to, I want to make this absolutely clear. Today, the CDC has lifted its guidelines on vaccinated individuals uh, wearing masks and, and social distancing, right? Do me a favor, do everybody else around you a favor. If you are entering a, a business that requires a mask or wants you to wear a mask or around somebody that feels uncomfortable, who's not vaccinated and feels uncomfortable, if you're not wearing one, please put a fucking mask on. Please, 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 please. We're not out of this yet. Just because the vaccinated among us are are able to to go around maskless now does not mean you should not ha you should not have a mask on your person in case you need it. Um, please, please remember that just because um, some of us might be vaccinated, we can still carry COVID. We can still transmit COVID. Um, <clears throat> all that means is that we don't get sick from it, <clears throat> but we can be completely asymptomatic and still transmit that disease if we have the vaccine in our bodies. So please be respectful of others. We're, we, are, we are nearing the end of this thing faster than I think we anticipated, and it would be a real fucking shame for us to trip up and lose our way now. Uh, so, so, so please, respect the wishes of others, and if you have to put a mask on, put a mask on. Please. I'm, I'm done with this now. <laughs> like, I want to go back to normal, and we're not going to go back to normal unless we all respect each other's wishes in this regard. it keeps changing and developing, right? Like, right. New like different kinds of strains and everything. And it's like, we don't know if the vaccine is going to prevent new strains or anything. And yes, chat, this is your dad speaking. This is your father speaking. Put a fucking mask on if you are asked to put one on. Okay. Don't I think show Brett hit the nail on the head. It's like, if we aren't sure about something, we should probably err on the side of caution. When in doubt, pull the, when in doubt, pull that mask out. Because how do we get into this mess? We were like, oh, things will probably be fine. That this is some, isn't that big a deal. That, we won't do anything about it. Oh right. no, it's too late. The world's ruined. So speaking and speaking of so, just so John, go I got a couple games I want to talk about first before we get into Resident Evil, if that's okay. Damn it, Justin. Go ahead. Uh so I have been playing Returnal uh quite oh, a bit. Oh right, that's right. Um Earlier this week, we recorded a full After Hours. Finn um, joined me for that, as well as Samuel Tolbert, uh, big oh, friend damn. of the show. Big, friend, from... big fan of the show. Or big friend of the show. Big <laughs> he's friend of the fan. show. He's... Yeah, he hates the show, but he's a, he, but he's a friend of ours. <laughs> Sam started appearing on this okay. show before I did. <laughs> but like, um, but uh, he joined us, and we talked a lot about Returnal. Um, I adore that game. Um, I have been having so much fun with it. I was not sure about, um, you know, if it would be for me or not. And I am loving it. However, I'm just fortunate that I have a schedule <laughs> that allows me to play the game uh, the way I want to play it. And I don't have issues with the rest mode on PS5 or anything like that, which some other people have. So we go kind of in depth into that stuff. Um, but I... I'm on the final boss. I ha last night I got the final boss down to a sliver of health on the third and final phase, and then I died. And it was the most heartbreaking thing that I think has ever happened to me in a game. So, Justin, I have a question for you. Yes. What is the gameplay like? Like, what so what would you compare it to? It's a really fast-paced third-person shooter roguelike. So, um... It reminds me a lot of Vanquish uh, in some ways. Vanquish, um, but also Control. Yeah, Control, 
definitely like um so you play as um you play as Celine, who's this woman who's crash landed on this planet called Atropos. And every time uh every time she wakes up every time she dies, she wakes up reliving the crash and you know is trying to escape this loop that she's trapped in. And as you go through, you find um you know, like audio logs from other Celines and and stuff that she doesn't remember recording, talking about things that she doesn't remember that happened to her. Um, and so you have to, you know, just keep it's it's very very difficult. Uh, the game is super. That's hard. what I've heard. Yeah. Um, uh, I, although I have made far more progress in this than any of House Mark's previous games because House Mark's games are not easy in general. Um, and you know, a third person shooter kind of fits my skills and abilities more than the arcade stuff that they used to do um justin what are your justin what are your gaming skills and abilities you say they fit your skills and abilities justin but what are those skills i just i just play more are they very specific skills are they very specific set of skills would you say that uh would you say that you're a pro gamer or perhaps an elite gamer even is that how you would call out so i'm just gonna so no 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 no. hold on justin this is important i am not a are you a pro gamer or an elite gamer? Are you a gamer? Are you a gamer, period? I... Listen, I don't like to get into labels. Uh... <laughs> no, but but Returnal... So basically, because it's a roguelike, you lose a lot of things whenever you die. Um, there's a lot of randomness. Um, so like artifacts and like suit augments and stuff, um, health upgrades, you lose all that stuff whenever you die. Um, but there are a few... like mostly um related to uh traversal um items that are permanent and then there's some currency that is permanent that you can use um to benefit you in different ways um throughout the various runs uh and basically you're trying to you're trying to get through all the biomes to get to the end and there's some really really cool story stuff that pops up like if you're a fan of like controls tone and story you're gonna love returnal but again you cannot save mid-run right now um, which is rough for a lot of people. Um, I fortunately have a schedule that allows me to be like, okay, I'm going to sit down and play for a while and then, you know, get off when it's done. But it it is a very difficult game and it's very unforgiving. Although Housemark has said they're trying to work on a solution for that. So hopefully um, that gets out soon because once a proper update for mid-run saving is out, I am going to be telling everybody to buy this game all the time. Also, I have been playing uh, new Pokemon Snap, and that game is so um, wholesome, dude. Careful, careful, Justin. Careful. I, I, I've been looking forward to this game for twenty years. I love the original Pokemon Snap. I am not enjoying the new Pokemon Snap at all. God, I was the, dreading this shit too. I was way, dreading this reaction, Justin. The way they set this game up is so so frustrating and so grindy um that so it takes many. all like so how it works is you have to go through each you know each level take pictures <coughs> and build up your research score so that uh as you improve your research score you can see better pokemon and more interactions and stuff but the progress for it is so slow like and you can still only submit one picture per Pokemon type, even though there's like four different star rankings. So like, say you have something for multiple stars, you can't just submit one per star. You just can only submit one per Pokemon. So like, 
you'll go through like these long levels and only end up taking like five pictures and then only getting a few points towards your research score. And like the leveled up versions of these stages are way more fun. There's more interactions, there's mo more Pokemon, but um, it's just, it's just kind of a bizarre, like you have to grind an unfun version of the level to unlock the fun version. I don't which... like this game though, Justin. And the thing is, like, I want to like it, but it's, like, it's so slow in doling out, like, the items that you need to get interactions. It's, it's like, I have put hours and hours into this game, and I am only in the second area. Um, like, it's, it's just, I think they were very afraid of how the original, um, the original game's really short. It's, like, two hours, maybe. And I think they were kind of afraid of that, but, like, the fun in Pokemon Snap is being able to replay it with you know, the stuff that you unlock and stuff right. and kind of forcing up this wall that you have to grind through to get to the fun version of each stage is very, um, is very frustrating for me. I'm going to try to push through it because it's so slow to the point where I feel like I might be doing something wrong. I have no idea, but, um, and then also there's these weird boss stages where you basically take a picture of one Pokemon for several minutes, and then you could submit exactly one picture of it at the end. And, like, those you have to grind out, too. Um, it's just, like, I think the one picture limit is what makes it so frustrating um, for, for me. Uh, because if you could submit multiple pictures, or, like, even if just... Because it tells you when you're, like, looking at what you have to submit, what star rank it would be. Like, say... I took like a two star picture and a four star picture. And like, I don't have anything in my album for two star or four star. If I could submit both of those or something, that would be more research points I could get. And that would be more, um, you know, progress I could make. And that would make replaying and even taking pictures of these same Pokemon more worthwhile. But like right now it's just so limiting in how the progression works that it really works against the type of game that I, th that this it is. Well, speaking of progression, speaking of progression in games, Justin, I have I'm I'm I actually have no segue into that, so I'm just going to say that I'm going to bring up Resident Evil Eight. I was trying. That's to, fine. That's I was, fine. I want to I want to talk about Res. I want to talk about Resident Evil. I 8. was trying to come up with a very clever way to to do that, and I realized I realized halfway through that I wasn't going to fucking get there. So I was like, God <laughs> damn it! I was <laughs> like, shit. So speaking of snap, I'd let that tall vampire lady snap me in half. Please continue. <laughs> like, did you have to take your headphones off to like fully process that? Like, well, no, I was taking the headphones off because I don't want to be part of this discussion. He needed. Have, oh, he needed. Too. No, no, he wait, hold on, no, hold on, guys, guys. He needed guys, no distractions wait. when forming hold on, that hold one. Hold on, Finn, 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 and Britt. There's literally no spoilers here. I'm just gonna talk about it. no. I'm just gonna talk about what I liked about the game. We're not we're not we're not gonna get into spoilers because I don't know who in the chat has, has even, played it or not. Look, look. I, I'd rather I don't want to know anything about it that I don't need to know. I, I even knowing things about what you liked about the game might give me expectations, and I'd rather just not uh, have that. So how's this? Finn and Brad are just gonna stay blind, and I don't give a shit. So I'm just gonna listen to what you guys say. You yeah. guys. Do Thank whatever you, for listening, you guys yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah, you can just go nuts, man. Just give it all to just, me. I, I just, do not care. You two just if, do whatever makes you happy. I'm going to talk about video games. If that don't make you happy, then feel John, free to take those headphones off. John, just start talking about Resident Evil 8. <laughs> Let's talk about Resident Evil 8. <laughs> all right. So Resident Evil 8. 
Um, in a nutshell, I fucking love it. I, 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 I yeah, have, same. I have, I have finished it twice now. I finished it once on standard on and once on hardcore. I am going to do a Village of Shadows run. Um, I love the length of the game. About uh, it's about twelve hours long uh, for my first playthrough. Um, so longer than Resident Evil Seven by a good deal. Uh, but seven's really short. Seven is I re- massively I replayed short. I replayed seven like the week before <laughs> eight came out, and like it took me like four and a half hours. Yeah, it's not long. It's not long at all. Uh, this and and it is also uh, uh you know in that same vein shorter than Resident Evil four, which is like a, like a standard playthrough of RE four can be about twenty twenty two hours. I mean that's a that's a long fucking game. Um, so this, this for me hits the sweet spot. One of the most beautiful, uh, PS5 games. I like, I mean, dude, the fucking RE engine just does work. The RE engine. This game looks amazing. The RE engine. And it's 60 FPS. It is like the RE, the RE engine is so fucking good. Um, a few things. So a lot of people have asked me and I, and I I don't want to get too deep in a story. Uh, simply because I know that a lot of people here have not played it or have not finished it. Um, I've had a few people ask me where I would rank it in my in my Resident Evil rankings because Resident Evil is one of my favorite franchises. Um, <clears throat> four is still my favorite. Four is still my my favorite Resident Evil, but Resident Evil Eight is so good that I really had to think about it. Um, because this takes. Everything. I mean, it's not a sequel to Resident Evil Four, but it is one hundred and ten percent a spiritual successor. It's um, it's it's a sequel to Seven that is also a <clears throat> spiritual successor to Four. It one hundred is a a, a spiritual successor to Four. Um, uh, from the fact that there's a merchant to the even the inventory, which is a case, a a an actual suitcase. Um, Extra style inventory, like it's it like is so forehead. like yeah this it, game. It merges so much of what I loved about seven with so much of what I love in four. And um, it also kind of amps up some of the silly cheesiness, which I was surprised by. But like, I think it is a good thing. Like Resident Evil is a cheesy series. And like, I'm really glad that they decided to embrace it. Um, Not go too, too far over the top. I mean, it goes pretty far over the top at times. But like, I... This is a easily a top three Resident Evil for me. Um, I haven't, I've only played it the one time. Like, Resident Evil 4 is a game I've played five, six times at least through. Right. So, c- c- like, actually trying to place eight right now is difficult because I, I replay the Resident Evil game so much. Um, and, you know, I've played all of my favorites several times. So, I've only played Village the one time, but I can safely say that it is a top three entry for me because um, so like the, all of my complaints like with seven were addressed way more environment variety, uh, way more enemy variety. Combat feels a lot better. Movement feels a lot better. Um, I, I love like, there's a ton of weapons in this. Um, there's a lot of really cool exploration, a lot of optional stuff. Um, you know, weapon upgrades, um, upgrades for Ethan, stuff like that. Like they just threw in a lot of really cool stuff. And I'm somebody that really liked the first person perspective 
and what it brought to Resident Evil in seven. So, so like being able to see all these things that I loved, like from four and from previous entries mixed with some new stuff in that first person perspective is so awesome in this game. So I'll, so I'll, I'll, I'll say this. There are a few there. Are, I do have a few minor complaints about Resident Evil eight. Um, and most of them revolve around the villains. Um, you know, you've got, uh, you've got mother Miranda, who is, who's the main villain. And then you've got her four, uh, basic, you know, basically her four lieutenants, uh, Carl Heisenberg, uh, uh, lady Beneviento, um, uh, Salvatore Moro and, um, oh fuck. Uh, lady Dimitrescu. I don't, I can't believe she was the one I couldn't remember the name of. Um, that's the one you forgot. forgot. That's the one you forgot. Yeah. So, so. Carl Heisenberg and Lady Dimitrescu um, are top tier Resident Evil villains. Like it's like Carl he- like Heisenberg steals the fucking show in this game. He's just so over the top and hammy, and he chews every he chews the shit out of every scene oh he's God. in. He is um, he is so cheesy and it's over so the good. Top. It's, it's so, so good. good. Um, that being said, I feel like Mother Miranda is one of the weakest villains in the entire franchise. Um, I liked Miranda. I thought I, she was fine. You don't ever really get. You don't ever really get a lot of time with her. Um, and you know, I, I thought her her motivation was, which I won't. I won't say here, but it is something that we have seen in countless other horror games. Um. And I just I I I was like okay like I sure why not and and then Beneviento was barely fucking there like like you you know that sec that segment of the game is good that though. segment of the game is good her character might as well not exist yeah um I I do want to talk about my one complaint briefly I think I'm gonna go more in depth on it um when we sit down and do like full spoiler discussion right. and um go more in depth into the game but the duke's design yeah i was hoping you would address this one of is probably the um one of the most hurtful character designs i have ever seen um he's he's a very fat man um and i'm somebody that's really really struggled with my weight and to see a and i don't even mind that he's a big boy I like I like the Duke as a character. I honestly think he's cool. He's the he's the merchant um of the game. Yeah. But his clo- like the way he's clothed and wh- the way he's dressed is like so mean. Like his his buttons are popping open. Right. His stomach well, is all oatmeal and hangs out below his shirt. He doesn't have pants because there's no types of pants that fits him. He just has like a kilt on. He doesn't have shoes. Yeah. He rolls up out of his like. He's like, oh uh, yeah. Thing the first time, first time you get him, and like it's just well, and he even says shit, I Justin. Have, like he says random shit, like yeah, like like he makes like eating noises. He's like, to hunger is to live, and it's like okay, like I, it's just you know like. Uh, it's just, it's just, and honestly, I, I don't put any of the blame on the voice actor. I think the voice actor did what he could. I, I mean, he did. I really like the performance with. For I mean, that, he did what he. I mean, he I the he, cool. he performed yeah. the script that he was given. Um, um but I, I'm gonna go more in depth about this later. But like, I was just kind of shocked at that character design making it through, and like, like, I mean it. I still love the game. I loved almost everything else about it. Like I said, it's one of my favorite in the series, and I love this series. Like, 
But like that character design just felt like it wasn't even like the typical like kind of fat joke. It was it, it, that it, I'm it, used to seeing. It feels very very malicious it was tropey um, to the point where that... we're like I'm, I'm like i'm like this belongs in a in a 1997 magazine about video games like like this is an ad this is an ad for sega genesis uh walking around and and selling me weapons like that's that's what this is yeah, um so, so that I, that's a bummer i i don't want to spend too much time on it like, yeah I said, I'll like talk like about it later like, but we'll, um, but we'll, that that is a bummer but the rest of the game I think is outstanding. Um, and I'm, I'm really, really glad the series is going in this direction and Capcom's hot streak continues. And speaking of, uh, speaking of hot streaks, um, let us, uh, let us move into, uh, E3. Um, Brittany and Finn, let's get your headphones on. Let's get that shit going. Get those, get those headphones on. Jeff is muted. Jeff is muted. Jeff is muted. It's been a while since I did that. I was going to say, how are they going to put their heads? You usually do it at the beginning of the episode, so. Yeah, I know. Progress. No, so so now we are going to drop some updated E3 predictions because we've had some new developers uh, enter the, uh, enter the, enter the show. And the first and, and lost Konami. I, we, we I did lose Konami. Continually want to emphasize that Konami was like, "Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna be there." Those pachinko and then machines. We're, like, we're not gonna be those, there. We're gonna miss out on all that that, that good pachinko content. Uh, but Wait, what pachinko machine got announced this week? Fatal, fatal, frame. fatal, fatal frame. frame. Don't remind me, please. That's not Konami. Actually, please don't remind me. Frame. I'm really <laughs> upset about machine. that. I love Fatal Frame, and that that one hurts me on a on a personal level. Um, but we have learned since the last time we did some E3 predictions that Squaresoft or Squaresoft. I want to say Squares. I keep. I always want to Squaresoft. say Squaresoft. We have learned that Square Enix is going to be there. Um, yes. And our friend Imran. And they only do them when they've got like stuff to talk. Well, about. that's the thing. Finn is is uh, our friend Imran said. I expect a big. Con- I I expect a big showing out of Square Enix. Now Imran knows some stuff. He's a he's a let's say he's a knowledgeable guy. Um. So. You know, and we also know that there is a Dragon Quest uh 35th anniversary stream on May 27th, which is right Fuck before E3. Yeah. Um so uh, so I think I think Square Enix is going to bring some heavy hitters to to E3 this year. And I want to throw out the first Square Enix prediction because I think we are going to get a true sequel to Near Automata. I believe it. I think I that is the that. big I think that's one of the big games that they you are going what? to announce. I think that's a good guess. I think so too. Um, Didn't they just have a round of hiring specifically for the Near series? Something like that, yeah. Um, you know, when you combine that with the fact that you know, I mean, I I think Near Repl, I mean, obviously, you know, Near Replicant was you know a a a great remaster of a of a middling game. It made a it turned a middling game into a very 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 good game. Uh, and so, and there is so and Square would not have done that if there was not a lot of interest in the Near franchise. Near Automata was extremely well received, an, an extremely good game, and extremely popular. It sold well. Um, I think, and and it came out when 2017, guys. Like, am I wrong? Was it 2017 when Near when Near Automata came out? I think oh, roughly. No. Yeah, we're about 2017. You know, so 2018. So I think it's about. I think it. I think a a Near Automata sequel feels right. Um, and I don't think it comes out anytime this year. In fact, I don't think it comes out till 2023. 
Um, because I think I think if this game I think if this game exists, it is early in development. No, um, you're you're definitely right about that because Square Enix is one of the few companies that still really loves to announce stuff far out. Yes, they do. Yes, um, they do. Can I piggyback off that? Josh? You can, please. It's it's not the most uh, you know wild out there th- uh, prediction, but I think we get release dates for Final Fantasy 16. 100%. And also uh, Forspoken. But Dates I think or windows? Because those are wind- two different okay, things. Okay, windows. Window, like, yeah. With Square Enix, it's always a window. <laughs> yeah. However, I also think they do a one next, uh, one last thing, and it's our first teaser trailer of the next Final Fantasy VII installment. I don't know. I don't know about that I one, do. man. I uh, do. I do. No, I, I think, think... Just a teaser trailer mm, with a name. No, like, I, I, like I I'm think... I'm talking just mm, a splash. You I know think, what, John? Oh, yeah. No, this so, is the E3 think, prediction thing, th- not the E3 shit on someone else's mm, prediction. No, I, I, I will I, shit on your predictions, Finn. No. Um, Finn, Finn, if it's like what I'm thinking, where it's just basically like a logo review with yes. reveal with some music, like God, what Bethesda did with Starfield and the Elder Scrolls Six. I would because absolutely no, think hate about that. it. What name a game where all you have to do is give the subtitle of the sequel to ha- have people chatting about you for months? Final Fantasy Seven Part Two. Uh, I'm just saying. I mean, if they show, that, I mean, Intergrade comes out right around then too. That's it comes my out after. prediction for a oh, after. for okay. a uh, end of game, like end of show, like just one more thing. If they do that, I don't it would think, definitely be so inter- seven remake. So so their presentation is before June 10th, which is when Intergrade comes out. I don't think they're going to do anything to take any focus off of Final Fantasy Seven Remake Intergrade. Um, I think now, now, now. Who knows? Finn might be right. I might. My... comes out before E three. No, it doesn't. It comes out after. It comes out June tenth. Um, if well, it... if anything, talking about the sequel would get more people excited uh, to play the game. Maybe like I, I, I consider it more like me personally. I consider it more likely that we'll get something at Tokyo Game Show. Um, that's fair. I am predicting it in twenty twenty one. We get the first look at the next Final Fantasy seven remake game. Here's here's the take. Okay. Are we going to get the first look at Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 during the Yuffie DLC? I guarantee you Intergrade will have some kind of secret ending, like Kingdom Hearts style. Well, I mean... That will... uh tease it well but but i mean britney's on something because that. i mean we're getting a a full-blown uh a full-blown fort condo or F- fort condor uh, yeah, i was gonna game, say we already which had the looks fort fucking mini-game. awesome but fort condor doesn't yeah, happen no it was miserable in original seven it's gonna be miserable no in this no one. this, looks, one looks, this real looks cool the new one looks oh, real cool looks awesome. but 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 the I point hate, i hate rts's i Fucking hate but them. but the point that Brittany was making is that will we see part uh, and you know Fort Condor in the original does not happen until you leave Midgar so so I am wondering I am wondering how they how they handle this one uh, it looks like it's in game it's a board game huh that you like, plays of all it's things. like a board game it's a board in game. okay world. I did not know that interesting I, I I'm down with it I'm down with it um <laughs> I just saw somebody in chat um <clears throat> so. So we've got near automata, um, or a near automata sequel. Uh, obviously, they will talk. I, I think. I think fi- there's going to be something Final Fantasy VII related there. Like, like whether or not it's one last uh, look at Intergrade or a like a logo reveal, maybe like a subtitle for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Something you something... literally just shed all over that. In no, prediction. I said no. What I did, what I just said, Finn, was something Final Fantasy VII related will be there. 
Um, and then you just said a John, logo. I think it's more like I think it's more likely, far more likely that we'll get our first look at Final Fantasy VII two. I don't even know what the fuck to call it. John. Uh, at the Tokyo Game Show. What's up? Yes, Jeff. Do you think it would just be a 30-minute demo of the new mobile battle royale? Absolutely. Oh, so. oh fuck yeah. Absolutely. Let's <laughs> like I, I want fucking go go entire in. Entire showcase, just like a full match. The first soldier. Okay, you know what? The you first know what? You fucking soldier. Prediction? You want a true prediction? That wasn't a like, real like prediction. A far you gave? out there, E three. No, well, you, like that a far out. Well, okay, okay. when is E okay. three? Why we... next month? Yeah. Like in three weeks. In like three weeks. Yeah. When is it? It's like the first weekend of June. That's, um, that's my the, birthday. The thing is, E three doesn't really like. So it's June twelfth to June fifteenth, Saturday that's to not Tuesday. My then, so, what John, is your, I, what is your crazy prediction? I think Square Enix is going to do what they did with like Trials of Mana uh the the other year and they're gonna resurrect a long dormant franchise and i think again this is me just this is more wish fulfillment than anything but i think square brings back uh Iabrea and we get a new parasite <laughs> game as much as i would love that fit that shit is of course dead. yeah no like like a hundred one odds okay but you know what if 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 trial as a mana can finally come out then damn it, we can get a new Parasite. Eve. I love Parasite Eve, but original. that that shit is that shit is dead and gone. I I will say this. I will say this. Um, I think Final Fan- Final Fantasy sixteen is one hundred and ten percent going to be there. I am no longer confident in a late twenty twenty one release date. Um, I think it's early. I think it's going to be early twenty twenty two of twenty twenty two. I think I, that that sounds more. I, that sounds more I right think, now. I think like March to May twenty twenty two. But I do think we're gonna get a very big look at sixteen. I don't think it's just think so gonna too. be like, you know, here's a quick reveal. I think it's going to be like an actual a, a big like, look showcase. at the game. Yeah. yeah. And, and when here's the thing, when they do drop a, re- I th- I don't I don't think it's gonna be a release window. I think it'll be a release date, and I do not expect this game to get delayed simply because of of what I know about Yoshi P. Well, okay. Okay, this is the company that had like a giant event for FF15 release date announcement and then delayed it. That's true, but but <laughs> y- y- Yoshi P, I mean there's a reason that Yoshi P is is involved in this and that he is the most Yoshi punctual like that awesome. that What's that? He's the anti Yoshi P is the anti Nomura. He's the anti Tabata too. Yeah, like he properly. Yoshi P is the best thing to happen to Square in a yes. long fucking yeah. Yo- Yoshi P does not fuck around, um, which is why I I do not see this game getting a delay when they announce the release date because Yoshi P is known for hitting dates, uh, and we also know this game has been. I mean, they let's face it, they announced Final Fantasy versus thirteen as it was originally called way too fucking early, uh, and 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 like Finn's, oh really yeah really no and, one has and like has and made like that Finn, observation before and like Finn said like Finn said um you, you know Yoshi P, like you know Yoshi P knows what the fuck he's doing Brit you know Brit knows it um and and you know you know and again Finn mentioned it like Nomura just he's great he's extremely talented but he is not good at hitting deadline he's just not. Um, no. he is not good at hitting he, deadlines and he's not good at hitting storylines. Yeah, wow. make a comprehensive, like, an understandable good at belts, though, yo. So, uh, as far as Square Enix goes, I there is one more franchise I want to touch on, and that is Dragon Quest. Um, yeah, I think it's, I can't. 
I think it's to... obvious. I think it's pretty clear that we are going to get a f- a first look at Dragon Quest twelve, uh, either on that thirty uh, fifth anniversary stream on May twenty seventh or at E three from Square Enix. But Dragon Quest is going to be present at both. Um, and if we get a look at if we get a look at Dragon Quest twelve on May twenty seventh, I guarantee you it will show back up at E three in some form. And I also think. Finn, especially since I know you're a big Dragon Quest guy too, I think yes, this I is am. I think this is the year we finally get ports of four, five, and six. Ten. Oh, I think I was gonna say they might uh, rework ten to not be a uh, MMO. Something to to revitalize ten. I mean, I don't that know. I, I don't. It, it never came to the West. I don't know how you could take the MMO out of it, but I do think that it would be very successful regardless. Um, yeah. if they if they dropped it over here, but I do. I think I think I I I really do think that we are due for ports of four, five, and six. Um, Can we get rid? Of, are they going to get rid of the piece of shit composer? Or is he? Like, unfortunately, no. Really no, he's so he's so Fuck integrated. Into Dragon he's a Quest he's a complete whole, piece like, of shit. Japan loves their legacy stuff. They're never once you are part of a franchise, you're in it forever yeah. until you decide to step down. And uh, yeah, until he dies. I mean, he's in his mid eighties, so yeah, he's getting Fingers. up there. But uh, but yeah, no, he's a complete piece of shit. Um, he's just a, he's a homophobic, Wait. bigoted piece of shit. Who the, the, the composer? The composer for for the Dragon Quest series is a a oh, huge piece of shit. Yeah, no, he sucks. Yeah, no, he he's he's awful. He's a he's a shitty human being. Um, but I do think that uh, I do and and Finn. Here's another one. I think we're gonna get another Dragon Quest Heroes game announced uh i'd be okay with that those are fun yeah you know uh, why we have not had a final fantasy uh muso game is beyond me hey, maybe um, we'll get that announced we might like, hey, but we, uh you might as well we already made dissidia just yeah don't just throw that shit into uh yeah all right what other what other uh does anybody have does anybody else have any other square enix predictions before we move on to the next dev who's going to be there I got one. Oh, Brit, drop it. Final Fantasy VI for the Switch. Not gonna happen. And you and you heard it from me. It's just not gonna happen. I it just wanted happen. to see your look of disappointment. Not that is the happen. only reason why I said. I it. will that's, say this that's though: that's John's look when he hears his own predictions repeated. I will say this him. though: a a a a a a friend who knows these things say has told me that. They have wanted to do some kind of a remake of Final Fantasy VI numerous times, but it has never actually entered full development because Square Enix just doesn't know how they want to handle it or, or got, is, uh, is afraid of pissing somebody off, so it just has, has never happened. I got a really boring prediction. Jeff, there's literally nothing about you that's boring, but go ahead. Uh, I didn't mean about me. I meant about Square Enix. Okay, um, well, there's nothing boring about Square Enix either. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there'll be like some just like Avengers stuff at E3 there? Maybe Spider-Man <laughs> reveal. Right? Like what happened to Spider-Man? I They're forgot like, oh, Spider-Man. that shit existed. You know, no, but then he's probably the- going to show off that Wakanda expansion. Because yeah. Square is so much more than their RPGs now. They also have to factor in all of their Western studios. So yeah. No, yeah, we- I, I think they're going to oh. be there and show. they're going to show off that um that Wakanda expansion and Black Panther. And then final prediction, you know what won't be there? Deus Ex. Oh, oh well, that's yeah. brutal. That's brutal. Man. It hurts, but you're also right. It, I mean, it does <laughs> hurt, but which, and of course, it, what sucks is that Deus Ex did Cyberpunk better than Cyberpunk 2077 ever could. But, but yeah, no, dude, dude, Deus Ex is never coming back. Um, I, God, I 
to so bad it deserves that three-parter uh adam i jensen. know i know uh but what i what blades <laughs> is adam jensen is in a ditch somewhere um but jesus christ blaine but uh but i do but um if imran thinks that square enix is gonna have a big presentation i believe him um and uh you know like like if there is one if there is one prediction i am firm about it's that near automata sequel i th- I think that is the most likely new thing or or near on switch oh you know what you know what brit i'm pretty sure the switch can handle near automata um, it's not like it's graphically demand like it's visually it's a nice looking game, but it's not on the level of anything on the what, uh, or anything. Blaine said in chat, triangle strategy. We're gonna get a probably deep dive into that, and I'm all oh, for I it. I could see I that could too, see actually. Yeah. That's a, ooh, that's I a good a call. Fan. Uh I am a super fan, as they say. That is a good that uh, game's gonna be fucking awesome. Um yeah. I that oh great, great fucking call. Uh Let's do Capcom because we know Capcom is going to be there now. Um, it's so a really obviously DLC for Village, right? For like, sure, for sure, Britt, for sure. And I think it's going to be like Britt. You played Resident Evil Four, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. And um, and 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 I also know Justin and Finn will understand what I mean here. I I fully expect that we will get like some DLC with Chris in like a separate ways or assignment Ada style, um, just like Resident Evil Four had. I I have a feeling that y'all are going to get a I say y'all because I haven't played it yet, but I have a feeling that there's going to be an A to DLC just based on the um the concept that art be, that leaked. The that concept art be. and the response, right? Like I I it would not shock me if they were it would not shock me Brit if that had not existed before the response to that concept art and then they're like fuck, we got to make some A to DLC. Ada is such a loved character. She really like, is. Like and she she fits in like perfectly as a um kind of like a double agent yep to like move the story where they want to go so i could definitely see there being an a to dlc i agree don't quote I, me on that I, I agree i i think it's i think i think we'll get something with chris and probably something with ada i 100 i also think i could see oh us they're getting... also they're also absolutely throwing <laughs> something together with lady d for dlc you after think so? how popular oh. she is i i don't think one Hundred percent. I I don't think I don't think I think whatever it is is probably early. But there's no way they're not capitalizing on that because they were clearly very taken aback by the popularity of that character once she got revealed. Can I give a prediction of what I want to happen that will actually not happen? Yes, of course you can. So they're obviously doing like a a Resident Evil Four remake, right? Like, and I think just based on from what I've fucking heard on Twitter, like eight is very similar to four. Um, I wish and I fucking hope that we get a remake of Code Veronica because I was saying this shit today, Brittany. I was in Derek's stream today, and I literally he was playing Resident Evil Zero, and I literally said Code Veronica needs a remake more than four does. I agree, one hundred percent. I fucking love Code Veronica. Code Veronica you know is what? a fantastic fucking game. Stop being cowards and make a Code Veronica Mars. Alexander, detective fuck novel. Fuck you for this, Finn. Alfred but and fucking Alexandria. Alexandria are... Ashford is one of the best villains in the franchise. She's so fucking creepy. So she's good. so creepy. God, Finn, you and your jokes, Jesus. I mean, I made Code a whole graphic Veronica for it. Do you want it? Code Veronica you want to see the graphics? I made the graphic. Oh, a while Derek is in chat. Hey, Derek. Um, oh, Derek's in chat. I'm out. But uh, yeah, Derek, we miss you. Come back soon. Wink, wink. Love you, Derek. 
wink. But um, what? So, as far as Capcom goes, um, beyond Resident Evil Eight, I think that so we so like one of the worst kept secrets in the industry right now is that there is a follow up to Resident Evil Revelations Two. Um, they're not going to call it Revelations Three, but it is it's, it's like Resident Evil Outbreak or something. But it is. It is a, a a part of the Revelations franchise, and it's going to be a Switch timed exclusive, but it will show up on other platforms. I, I think I, th- I think I think I think this is where they show that. Um, I, I think we get. I think that, that makes sense. Yeah, I, th- I think I, that makes sense. I think now that Resident Evil Eight is I, I think now that Eight is out of the way, Justin, I, I think it's time to show uh, Resident Evil Outbreak or Revelations Three or whatever the hell it, they're they're going to call it. Um, yeah. And I think I think that is probably closer than we think i think i'm looking i i'm willing to bet like a like a halloween or holiday winter release for that um i also think we are going to see what the second batch of monster hunter dlc is like that makes sense right yeah i I think we're definitely going to see some dlc for monster hunter rise can i can i give another prediction that i want to see that's probably not gonna happen i i think i know what you're gonna say but go ahead out like uh, let me hear it are you you're gonna are you gonna go with power stone yes i yes, was gonna go are. with fucking power stone <laughs> I, I fucking love i power love stone. power if stone and not get anything on that i'm gonna be so well, disappointed Britt, here's the thing like everything on that leak has transpired like it is all happened so i am going to go ahead and take that leak at face value and say everything on there is real um, Fuck! I love Power Stone. It would be such a good game to have right now. Imagine having that game on the Switch. Like it's perfect for the Switch. Um, and well, just the, the multiplayer aspect of it. Like even like I played with a friend in person, and it was so fun. Like I like just imagining playing with like people online would be so fucking. Well, fun. and here's the thing. Like I don't even need a new Power Stone. Just give me a remaster of Power Stone. Exactly. And one hundred percent. The old ones are good enough. Like that's. I'll take it. I can't fucking believe that we're getting something new in the Power Stone franchise like that. Hopefully, hopefully. See, Brit, I knew exactly what the fuck you were gonna say because I want it just as bad. Yep. Um, here's another prediction for you guys, and I want to see what you, what all you think about this. So, if we're talking Capcom, I think it's time. I think I think we are going to. I think it is time for Capcom to give us what's next in the Ace Attorney franchise. Well, we're getting the we're getting the the, the great Japanese Ace Attorney. Yeah. We're getting the great Ace Attorney. I think it's time for Ace Attorney Six. I think they will finally announce a new, a brand new Ace Attorney game, uh, and it will be a Switch exclusive. That's what I think. I th- I th- I'm going to put one out. I'm going to put kind of a bold one out. All there. right, be bold, man. I want you to be bold. Dragon's Dogma Two. See, yeah. that was like my guarantee. Itsuno has been saying he's wanted to do it for a long time. Devil May Cry 5 has been out for a while. Um, you know, it might just be a tease or something, but I think for sure he's working on it. Interesting. And, and I, I, th- I think it's been a couple of years since Devil May Cry 5 came out. I think uh, it might be time. This is where I was going to ask, like, is it cheating to go off the leak? Because that's where all my predictions. That's what I said. I mean, that's. I don't think it's cheating. Um, but I mean, no, it's you're hoping you're going to see. There's a different list. But I don't think Ace. I don't think a new Ace Attorney was on the leak. No, but according no, to the leak, Dragon's Dogma Two was Q2 2022. So we can assume see, that's going to slip. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. 
I didn't know any mm-hmm. dates. I just knew that there was something about Dragon's Dogma on there. Yeah. I think I think we can go by that, but like we're still predicting when we're gonna see it. Like, are we gonna yeah. see it at E three? I mean, it's re- it's realistic to expect that's probably slipped a bit because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but it, if it was Q two twenty twenty two, then you'd imagine this is like the only E three before the game comes out. So it would make sense, I think, to see it there. So I think that's a solid, solid pick. Um, so, sorry, ahead, so is it is it time for deep down, guys? Are we it's finally? I mean, I think Dragon's Dogma time. Two is basically gonna be probably deep down because Itsuno was the director for Deep Down and <laughs> Deep Down. You fu- you fucking remember that shit, Justin? Deep I down. do remember that shit. Oh my god! We talk talk about some legendary fucking vaporware. Um, I have one more prediction for Capcom. One more. Uh, Street Fighter Six. I think that'll be at Evo, not E3. Ooh, good call. No, good no. Good call. Uh, uh, I, I will step in here because oh, Evo is not really the place where they debut the games. Or is Evo okay. is, is the place where they, they showcase the new characters uh, or the new scenes. Okay. Okay. Every major fighting game that has overtaken Evo Street Fighter V, Dragon Ball Fighters, like any of those, has been an E3 game. And Evo is where they they do fair. their okay. That's fair. Yeah. So, but but Finn, uh, Finn 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 like like it feels right though, doesn't it? Like it feels like it's time. It does. Now the question is, with Sony buying Evo, do they continue and finance Street Fighter Six and keep it only on hundred percent, hundred percent? Yep. So, because I don't because think Five ever came to any other platforms, right, Finn? It never has. Yeah. It never it's has. on PC. Yeah, well, okay. Okay. Yeah, but we don't. I no longer count PC as another platform. We yeah, t- okay. we're talking when we're talking exclusives now. I'm like, is it on Xbox or Switch or PlayStation? Because PC is kind of the catch-all now. I agree. I I I think this is probably going to remain a PlayStation exclusive, which honestly sucks. But if that's what it takes to get Street Fighter Six, I mean, okay. Um, uh, you know, I don't. I don't. I think it'll probably eventually come to other platforms. I wouldn't be surprised if it was timed exclusive. Like, you know how they do like they're like they do like the whatever edition down the line. I think, you know, it'll probably be exclusive until they do the like next edition kind of thing. It just depends on the deal. Uh, Typically, when Sony finances a game, it might go to PC, but it never really hits anyone else. So and again, with Sony buying Evo. Well, also, and fighting I think games I, I, like I think I honestly also Capcom I think fin- just I, has way more money now than they, they did. When oh, they were making by far, five. by far. That and, that's the only reason I think. Like, I think the price for a full exclusive from Capcom goes way think, up now. That I think they've, they've been so successful. I think Finn. I think Finn hit it. I th- I think Finn is a hundred percent correct on Street Fighter Six. I, I I think I think he's a hundred percent correct. Um, I've got one more Capcom question for you, and then we'll move to another dev. And this is this is a question for everybody. Um, do we see? So we know it exists. Do we see the Resident Evil Four remake, or is it too early? Too no. early. I, I, we can too see it. You think so, Britt? You think you think we could see that? Like maybe just something quick, like a quick sizzle reel, or okay, all right. Um, just like just based and this is purely based on what people have been saying on twitter is that uh eight is 
the gameplay is a little bit more like four and the inventory system it and everything. Truly so is, yeah. I can imagine that it's those two have to be integrated in in some capacity. Um, even if it's just like a small, small trailer, I def like, and they've been really fast about their remakes, right? Like what they announced Resident Evil three and it came out how many months later? Like, Oh God. That, like that's kind of the reason I don't think we see four now is not that it doesn't exist. I just don't think it's going to be ready to go like early next year. Oh, I don't, so I don't think it's don't... ready to go, but I think we'll get like a sneak peek. Cause village sure. just got announced less than a year ago at the ps5 yeah, no, event no. last Cap july capcom has been announcing resident evil games and then releasing them really quick well games in general and then yeah. releasing them within Normally, a year i'd agree for like a new game or like even these other ones but four has such a legacy and there's like so much pedigree behind it like especially how it influenced other games and resident evil that I could see them doing like an early tease. They, that's one. true. I mean, with the Resident Evil 2 remake, they did announce when it got greenlit. We didn't yeah. see it until it was almost yeah, ready to like release. Like t-shirts, like, we're going to do it. They're and like, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, And, yeah. Then, and then it happened. So maybe, maybe they do a little tease and then we don't Come see out, it for a like, while. Like, leaks aside, leaks aside, Capcom's actually been really good about not announcing or showing stuff until it's almost almost out. ready to go yeah, yeah. they're yeah, there really i have. think i think of all the major japanese studios and companies they're the best at that right i now. agree i mean 100%. i they're some of the best of almost any publisher with doing which is that. funny right because capcom they used to be known for being like money grubby and shit yeah i which um, they still are but it's just so i've got so i've got um I've got some more predictions for for companies other than Capcom, but I did have a really quick question. Stop, Jeff. I had a really quick question based on something Derek said in chat. Is Ono not doing Street Fighter Six? No, no, he's gone. He's gone. He's he no longer Capcom. at Capcom. Okay, because I remember hearing some nasty stuff about him. He is no longer at Capcom, and uh, Derek is an expert on this field. He's interesting. In yeah, from what we have heard, it sounds like he was basically responsible for all the issues that five has had in development and stuff uh someone new has taken over that's why and that's part of the reason there has been an improvement with uh the balance patches and the way things have been ha handled lately with street fighter five um and the new uh head person well, i forget good. i think it's I, th I believe it's a woman that's actually if, heading it up now good. if he was I a shithead fuck him you um know? but it sounds like she is going to be heading up uh six so I want to do some general predictions from some of the some of the some of the big publishers like uh, Sony, Bethesda, especially. Um, and I'll th I'll throw a prediction out there that is extremely relevant. I know to to Jeff's interests and Finn and Justin and mine. Um, I think we are going to get a tease, not much, but I think we'll get a tease for Insomniac's next Spider-Man game, a proper sequel to to Spider-Man. Dude, um, they're just releasing Ratchet and Clank next month i know it's a different like, studio it's a different studio working on it like well not a different studio but a different team yeah um, that's yeah, yeah sorry teams. yeah yeah they have there's a ratchet and clank team and there's a uh well let's talk about the real news sunset overdrive got uh rated for playstation oh right so I, true, I it got totally one of the best games did it get rated or did they just renew the... i think they renewed hey, no they, they didn't rate it actually no justin's right care any hint of more mm. sunset overdrive i do not care mm. fuck it so 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 given that they are being worked on by two different teams, do we see a Spider-Man 2 reveal? No, um, I think the big reveal that Sony's going to have is going to be 
God of War. I and also I we still have no idea. We have no idea when they're even going to show stuff. We just know they're not going to be at E3. So I wouldn't be surprised if Sony doesn't do anything till July. Isn't there a multiplayer for The Last of Us Two supposed to be coming? There, Action. there is a stand of us, a stand alone, a stand of us, stand of us, standalone Last of Us multiplayer game. That's what I thought. Um, and I'm, I'm also wondering if maybe that's going to be related to a remake, the the remake of one that Jason Schreier has been mentioning. Um, probably why we haven't seen that. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they do some kind of Mass Effect or not Mass Effect, uh, Last of Us collection. Uh, or something like that. I don't. But, um, I don't understand the fucking. I, so. I don't understand the remake of The Last of Us. Like that. That makes zero fucking sense to me. But um, as far as money, it, but I think the biggest, the biggest mystery thing I solved. Think Sony is going to show is God of War. Yeah, God of War um, Ragnarok is either going to be the game that they start the presentation with, or, or in the presentation. I think with. they start with Horizon and with God of War. That's a I, good prediction. Yeah, that is a good I'm, prediction. I'm, I'm I can, team Justin. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that as well. Um, all I, also, all kind I know, of going on that. Um, this week they did confirm they have uh, Herman Hulse. I'm I'm really glad he actually came out and said this because Herman Hulse, who's whoa, head whoa, of, whoa, whoa, is Justin sna- is he he's snagging my uh, topic? <gasps> That's well, shark. I wanted to work it in. We have ten minutes left, but I wanted to work <laughs> it in because it also kind of goes with these predictions. Um. Herman Hulse, head of Sony, uh, Sony's Worldwide Studios now, former uh, head of Guerrilla Games. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't need don't, don't, you're not that ignorant. You're on Twitter. John, he's been on E3 stages many, many times. I don't know you've who Herman Hulse is, but okay. You've de- you definitely would recognize him. I, I would, maybe I'll recognize him. PlayStation Studios. He's in charge of all first-party. Anyway, char- yeah. anyway. So he, um, he confirmed that there are 25 games... Uh, over 25 games currently in development uh, through PlayStation Studios, and nearly half of them are new IPs. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I, I assume probably we'll get a couple of those shown um, in the next few months. Um, I, I, I'm expecting a lot of those to also be VR titles and stuff as well. He said they were big and small, and I assume VR is also going to be a considerable portion of that as well, with PSVR 2 coming presumably next year. Um, with so, Astrobot Two, oh my God, calling it, Finn. You and I are going to be in heaven God, with I, another can Astrobot. Just, can I point this out, I, real, real quick, for everybody who will, who is going to be listening to this on podcast services? The chat has been going strong for like ten minutes now about fucking chicken nuggets, and I want some goddamn chicken nuggets. Y'all got to, y'all got to knock this shit off. You just got to make sure it doesn't fall this. through the bag, John. I want some. Okay, those were fries. <laughs> those were okay. All right, all right. Look, look. Those were fries that fell through the bag, not nuggets. Okay, okay. Oh, All right. Fr- Can I just say, like, McDonald's this fries isn't hyperbole. This isn't hyperbole. That like clip is literally the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, like, it's so fucking. <laughs> it's so like, John, your reaction is just so genuine that like, I think about like every time I get McDonald's now, I'm like, haha, John's fries <laughs> fell out the bag. Jesus Christ, Brit. <laughs> Somebody, all right, RAR wants somebody to link to vid. I don't have it on me, but if somebody has the vid. Oh, who did it? It was Derek. A couple minutes. I'm on it. Jeff is is on it. Jeff is on it. Oh, no, it was Jeff. So, so for, for, for somebody, for anybody listening who's, who's not, who hasn't seen this on my Twitter feed, essentially last year during the pandemic, my friends across the street were super high 
along, you know, and uh, along with my wife, like everybody was over there smoking weed. And I'm the one who couldn't, I can't smoke weed. And uh, not right now anyway. And they were like, John, go get us some French fries from McDonald's. Cause we got one right up the street. So I went and I got the French fries and I got out of my car and this all got caught by my friend's uh, ring cam on his doorbell. <laughs> but as I, as, right when I hit the right in front of his front steps, the bottom came out of the bag and the fries went all over the fucking sidewalk. And I just stood there like, look, I looked like looked at the fries and then looked at the bag and then looked at the fries and then looked at the bag. And I had no idea what to do. I had no idea how to react. I was so angry that I couldn't actually function at the moment. I was Did just you go get them new fries. Like, no, that's what no, I know. no, I didn't. No, I was like, y'all can get these off the street. Um, but, or off the sidewalk, but I literally, my brain was so broken in that moment. I was like, I can't fucking believe that just happened. And my, like, you could see in my posture, like the pure distilled, just disbelief that that had just fucking happened. And uh, I can tell Jeff is like furiously looking for the video. I'm going to find this fucking i'm gonna i'm gonna find well, it the problem is is it's on your old twitter handle so no it, it updates for the new yeah, one it updates for the I new don't one. Have the yeah. right. I'm, I'm gonna get it here i'm gonna get it so he's just looking for my twitter handle and like fries mcdonald's french fries by the way i i just noticed we're getting low on time and like i think this is the second time we that we've eight been minutes. doing like we got eight minutes no but like in terms of e3 prediction stuff We've not mentioned Microsoft, and like we need way more time to talk about Microsoft because okay. they're gonna have. Let's do Microsoft next week. My prediction is they're gonna either start or end with uh with showing off Starfield with a huge, very obvious, only on Xbox uh, logo or or, or that game is one hundred percent gonna be exclusive to Xbox. Yep. And uh, are so we, are we gonna see Halo though? Yes. Yes. That game's oh, yeah. coming out yeah. in September. We think it's coming out in September. Who fucking uh, but, knows but, at this yeah, point? Yeah, it was supposed to come out, what, last year? And... It's yeah, been but, delayed uh, twice, look, I think. According to people we know that are in the know, they said that internally it's been going very well and the delays have got done exactly what they needed and they're aiming for a September launch and nothing seems to have sh- shaken that up. So I think they'll officially announce the date at E3. But I think the bigger news will be what they do with Bethesda's cat catalog because this will be the first time that they talk about it really publicly. Are we going to get a new Elder Scrolls <laughs> trailer? <laughs> yes. No. We're going to get. No. We're going to get. I don't think that game's even actually in development. I don't think. It- I think all of the games that Xbox only had CG trailers for last time, whether it's Perfect Dark, Fable. Uh, Rare's new game, ever something I forget the name. Ever wild. Like we're gonna get actual gameplay for him this time. Like last time it was all vaporware and CG trailers and nothing, and now this E3, Microsoft's gonna. I think this is gonna be Microsoft's strongest E3 showing in a long time. And they'll also probably, probably announce yeah. another studio acquisition. Yeah, no, they Finn, love doing that now. Finn's predictions are on point tonight. I like, agree with Finn. Oh, Xbox Studio acquisitions are basically their version of a Nintendo Smash DLC character reveal. It's going to be at every major presentation. And you also have to think about like consoles right now are very hard to get. 
and a lot of people don't have the next gen consoles so they're still trying like they're still really big game in tipping the scales between ps5 or um xbox series s did i say it right is that the right one you you said s x is the big boy Oh, whatever. The new <laughs> series, the Xbox series, I think, like, they, there's still competition there because it's still so hard to get. So I think that would be, um, like, Microsoft, ha- like, I think they're going to bring it hard just because of I, supply and demand, right? Like, they want, I think, people want their shit. Yeah. I think Microsoft is going to have a really great showing, and I think it's also going to be really focused on their own studios uh, for the first time. I think they're finally in a place where, well, one, they have a lot of studios, but two, you know, it's been several years when they've been announcing acquisitions and things are far off. It's like, yeah, they just started development on something. They just started, you know, conceptualizing stuff. A lot of the stuff is going to be years off, and some of it still is. Jeff, but I, I found think the they're video. finally going to be able to showcase um showcase a lot of stuff from their own games and i, I don't think that's think why it's gonna... gonna be such a strong showing oh yeah no and i think it's gonna i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be yeah, a great show i don't think they're gonna go all out though i think all they're right. gonna kind of focus on stuff coming you know end of this year early next year tease a few other things um, I don't think they're going to go all out. They're going to save some stuff for later, but I think we're going to see pretty. Subs- I think from the games that they show stuff from, we're going to see some pretty substantial. <laughs> I stuff. can, I can see, literally, I, I, I can tell the moment Brittany just watched the video again. I disagree. <laughs> I think they will go all out because this is the first time that they'll be able to flip the entire script on the standard Xbox doesn't have exclusives thing. <laughs> they're going to deluge us with no fuck you look at all these games that are only going to be on xbox like they're this is their chance with all eyes on them to once and for all stop that narrative i think this is the time they do that and also more importantly give me fucking hellblade 2 gameplay and release date because that is the only reason i bought my xbox series x initially i need that in my life Brittany, the fucking sound the fries make when they hit the sidewalk I also think they're going to do a lot more to promote Game Pass because, and I've been saying this for a long time, Xbox is killing it with Games Pass. Like, they are fucking killing it. So I think we're going to get a lot more new releases and a lot more. um, Okay, here's a fun question then. What high profile third party game is going to be announced to launch day and date on Game Pass, like how they did Outriders and other stuff. Like Battlefield. Final Fantasy 14. Battlefield. Yeah, Battle- Battlefield has been Final Fantasy 14 think- is never coming to Xbox. No. No, oh, that'll is. be a big announcement. I I but bet Battle- Final Fantasy 14 comes to Xbox. I don't, think it, I don't think it ever will. No, with the fucking free trial to up to Heaven's Word, which you know all about because you've already mentioned, <laughs> I could definitely see a Final Fantasy 14 being... No, I... But yeah, I... Pass. It's being heavily rumored that Battlefield is going to be coming, be releasing directly on Game Pass, which is going to be huge, especially with how deep um, the Sony and Call of Duty marketing um, has gone. Uh, And especially with, you know, the fact that this is going to be a huge, huge, huge release for Battlefield. It's really, really important. They're going to EA dice everybody's going to be putting so much behind it that i think launching directly onto game pass will be huge God, that, I, think um, it's gonna be i was gonna because... say I've, I've got one prediction right, jeff, jeff throw it out man 
Uh, I mean, it's not like a bold prediction. I think we're going to see Starfield. I think we're going to see a lot of Starfield. I am uh, unreasonably emotionally invested in this because I have it as one of my picks for this year in our uh, SDGC Discord Fantasy League, which uh, we get points for how yeah. well games review. And I, I really, I, I do think they, I, I think Bethesda was going again. I don't know if everyone remembers the Fallout 4 reveal and release. They revealed it at E3. They released it like five months later in the fall of that same yep. year. And I think they were going for the same thing with Starfield. I think we're going to see it. Uh, apparently, Jason Schreier says it's probably not coming out this year. I really think they were going to release it this fall. And I, I think just because of the pandemic and COVID and stuff, I think it's going to slip. But um, I mean, it's not crazy. The longest re- the longest gap between mainline releases from Bethesda Game Studios was like four years. Skyrim was 2011. And I think Fallout 4 was 2015. We're now at six years since Fallout 4 this fall. Six years. Uh, I mean, 76 was kind of like a Fallout 4. Let's be real. That's not like a full-scale project. Um, I think the time is right. I think Starfield is very far along. I think it's very close. I think we're going to see a lot of it. And I, I don't know if they're going to, like, announce it for fall and delay it or if they're just going to say, like, Q1 2022 or 2022 or something yeah, like that. I, but I don't think Starfield's far off. I think, I mean, I think this question goes for pretty much most AAA games uh, is just if it makes this year or slips mm-hmm into early next year i like i don't i don't i just don't know enough about the situation to say confidently one and one or the other all right we are getting a uh, we're getting a little long of the tooth here we are pushing up against our stop time so we will start to wrap it up here um but get your mcdonald's orders in get your get those mcdonald's orders in make sure those fucking make sure they double bag that shit mcdonald's eat right after the show on the Discord, make sure you join. So, so, but, so I'm going to try something a little new after we go offline tonight. After we go offline. For Why? Few, for, no, 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 no. Trust me on this one. For, try something new. Are you crazy? For a few what minutes after we go offline, I'm going to go into, we're going to end the stream, but I'm going to go into sub only mode. Uh, so if anybody wants to stick around and see how that works, feel free to hang out and, and bullshit with me. Uh, for a few minutes wait before we sign off we did a uh community watch party of venom oh my god and it was very fun yes so if you're not a part of the discord you should join because it was just a really good time like especially during a pandemic just hanging out with people and talking and watching a movie was super fucking fun we're gonna do so that every was- monday now actually it, yeah. it was so it was so nice for me because like my favorite thing is watching movies with other people and I haven't been able to do that in so so long. Um, well, it was just like I was like I wasn't and, fully and this, 100% com- watching the movie this community but it was rules, like so. nice to have it back. Like Yeah. So to it, spend time with people. If you are in if you are in chat right now and you you are not on our Discord, I can't fucking believe <laughs> we are over 300 people. We are over 300 people in our Discord, which is just wild That's to incredible. me. incredible. Um, we have and and uh, and and on that note, I want to offer a little encouragement before we end the show here to because I know we have some small content creators who are part of our audience, and I've seen a lot of talk recently about you know oh you only have ten ten viewers uh, in your in your live stream. The mean average of live viewers for Twitch streams is about three. So if you are if you are pulling more than ten per stream. You are in the upper levels of Twitch. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not. You're fucking killing it. If you are pulling uh, 10 and over, 
you're killing it and that's not that's that's no small thing um so be confident be proud of the work that you're doing don't let anybody tell you uh that just because you don't have um an audience of you know 500,000 that you're not out there killing it because you are um do yourself a favor do us a favor hop on our discord uh we i i truly believe that we have the best community in gaming um they have say that we had they have literally uplifted all of us when we have been at some of our lowest points um and you know the the, the fact that we have kept our community so like you know just as good as it is over the years i mean we have an open discord like really speaks to just just how how much we love each other and how much we take care of each other so so if you're not on our discord do yourself a favor hop on our discord because it's fucking awesome we have a great time it in really there. is yeah. i love our discord our discord is the shit it's, it's so good we actually don't deserve it we like, really don't like <laughs> no. like you know well it, it, Je- I, jeff you and justin and Brittany deserve it finn and i do not um but okay yeah okay <laughs> okay fine you all deserve it except for me um all right, I can but, get behind that. but uh real quick real quick one more thing um we are moving our big trevor project fundraiser to june uh because that is actually pride month and it just makes more sense i think uh to hold that in pride month so we're going to do that from june 12th to june 13th uh, we've already got some big streamers lined up. Uh, Khalif Adams uh, from Spawnami is going to join us again. <laughs> uh, Mary Kish, who uh, from Ch- from Twitch, is going to be streaming on the channel. Uh, we've got some of the Uppercut crew who are going to join us as well, and we have some other names uh, who are going to join us also that I'm not going to reveal quite yet. Uh, I again, we appreciate everyone being here and hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Thursday night is is one of my favorite. It's just Thursday night is my favorite, not just because I get to hang out with my my absolute closest friends on the podcast here and, and they are everybody involved with this podcast every member of this podcast is one of my family one of my closest friends i would do anything for them but i also greatly value and appreciate everybody who spends their time with us on thursday night um seriously thank you so much um you know we we average about 30 viewers every thursday and that is just to me is fucking awesome it's fucking awesome. I never expected that we would get that far. Uh, so thank you so much for everything you guys do. We really appreciate it. Um, and we're going to end the stream here. We're going to go into sub-only mode. And uh, remember, take care of each other. We'll see you next Thursday. And kindness costs nothing. Please be good. Behave yourselves. <laughs>